Some of you may recall the story of Mother Teresa back in 1982 during the uh, war that was happening at the time in Lebanon. And of course, like all wars, it was a catastrophic situation and lots of death and bloodshed and fear and uh, danger. Well, it turns out that right there in the middle of crossfire was a hospital that within the hospital had supposedly some children who were severely handicapped, either mentally handicapped or physically handicapped, but either way, whatever their situation was, they were unable to take care of themselves. And the doctors and the nurses, because of the war and the crossfire, fled. They sought safety elsewhere, leaving the children within the hospital left alone to starve and to be victim or um, exposed to the dangers of crossfire. So as Mother Teresa heard about the situation, she um, put herself out there and uh, really felt like the Lord was asking her to rescue these children. So, you know, this is not an easy task because of the situation of real-life war. So she approaches one of the local priests and one of the local officials that was kind of closely connected to this situation, and she tells them what is on her heart, what she really feels like the Lord is asking them to rescue these children from um, the crossfire. And, you know, the priest and the official, they say, you know, Mother, that is such a lovely um, thing that you, you, you feel called to do, but there's just no way. There's simply no way because it's just too dangerous. It's way too risky. You don't understand. Like, it's actual war. To, to even go in that direction is to risk your very life. And there's a strong possibility that you won't make it out, much less rescue the children. Mother Teresa said, yes, but it's the Lord's will, so we have to do it. All for Jesus, it must be done. And they say, well, the only way this would ever be possible is if by some miracle there would be a ceasefire. And she said, ah, but I've already prayed to Our Lady for a ceasefire tomorrow. And it's on the eve of the Feast of Our, Our Lady of the Assumption. So Mother Teresa, with bold faith and confidence in God, made that prayer to Mary and uh, and strongly believed that a ceasefire would happen within the next 24 hours. And they basically laughed at her and said, okay, you know, if there is a ceasefire tomorrow, we'll give you all the resources you need to rescue the children from the hospital. But mother, don't you think that you should probably extend the deadline for God a little bit? Like that's a little short notice, give him less than 24 hours. And she said, I've already prayed to Our Lady she will make that request to Jesus, and it will be done. There will be a ceasefire tomorrow. Well, sure enough, and you can go and look this up online. Just Google uh, Mother Teresa ceasefire. You can get the whole story. The next day, woke up to silence. By some divine miracle, ceasefire. And sure enough, Mother Teresa and her little nuns and some assistants uh, that they've been able to gather, go on into the hospital, and they rescue 37 severely handicapped children and bring them to safety. And just a few hours later, the fight resumes. 
The ceasefire happened just long enough for Mother Teresa to rescue those children. And I share this story because Mother Teresa is a great model for us of what peace looks like. She wasn't able to solve the problems of the war itself. She wasn't able to bring an end to the war between the two sides. But she was able to see someone in need and to risk her very life for the sake of charity. And because of her strong faith in God, God made it possible for her to bring this about. I share that because today's a feast of Christ the King. And it's this feast day that happens every year at the, the, the last Sunday of Ordinary Time, right before Advent. And it wasn't always so. This feast was instituted in 1925 by Pope Pius XI. And if you recall in, in your world history, that's right after the First World War, but before the Second World War, at a time where the global society was in turmoil, great fear and anxiety about what is to come, understanding the terrible reality of what war looks like, and knowing that there's a strong possibility for more wars in the future. And so the church's statement was to say that if we want peace in the world, it will happen only if Christ is king. Hence, the declaration of Jesus Christ, king of the universe, in the beginning of this feast day in 1925. Well, it's fitting that the gospel today is the last teaching of Jesus uh, in the gospels before his passion narrative. And that last teaching is from Matthew 25, and it's that famous teaching, actually, that Mother Teresa would often turn to, to ex- kind of explain her charism or her apostolate for uh, serving the poor. It's the story of the, or oh, it's a parable, about the separation of the sheep from the goats. And the separation of the sheep from the goats, you know, you can think about their, their different temperance, uh, temperaments, that the sheep are more docile and obedient, the goats are more stubborn and self-willed. And, and the sheep enter into the kingdom of heaven, and the goats don't. And the reason is because, according to the king in the parable, the sheep were the ones that gave food to the hungry and drink to the thirsty and visited the ill and the imprisoned and gave clothes to the naked and welcomed the stranger. They entered into what we know as today as the corporal works of mercy, the concrete acts of charity. Those that served their neighbor in real acts of love enter into the kingdom of God. And those that don't, don't. You see, it's interesting that he doesn't distinguish between good and evil. The people, the goats, were not the ones necessarily engaging in evil wars. They simply were the ones that just had the sin of omission, that just neglected to serve their neighbor, to serve the one most in need. The ones that forgot to give food to the hungry and drink to the thirsty. Those are the ones that don't get into the kingdom of heaven. Which is a really challenging message for us. Which is why Mother Teresa lived such a radical lifestyle of serving those that were most in need. She searched for the poorest of the poor. The ones who were suffering the most. And she laid down her life for them. And showed us what radical charity looks like. She would often teach her nuns and those that she would serve, 
that the gospel could be summarized in five words. You did it to me. She would pull out her fingers, five fingers, and summarize the gospel with those five words from today's gospel passage in Matthew 25. You did it to me. As you serve your neighbor, you did it to Jesus. As you give food to the hunger, you did it to Jesus. As you lay down your life for your friends, you did it to Jesus. As you notice the person who is the outcast, the one who's been rejected, the one who is lonely, and you go out and serve them and love them and listen to them, you did it to Jesus. The gospel is a gospel of mercy. Yes, it's a gospel of receiving mercy from God, but but even more importantly sometimes, sharing mercy with others in real acts of charity. The inconvenient, difficult acts of charity, insofar as it is almost risky for our own lives and our own reputations, are we willing to reach out to someone in need? If so, you did it to Jesus. That's the gospel message. There is peace when Christ is king, and Christ reigns through charity. The whole reason for that encyclical that was written in 1925 by Pope Pius XI instituting this feast day was because he noticed that the reason we have all of these wars and discord in the world and in our nations and in our families is because there's discord in our own heart. And if we want peace to reign in our world, in our nations, and in our families, we need peace to reign in our hearts. And it begins and ends with Christ. Christ is the answer to peace, true and lasting peace. And peace is expressed and manifested through charity, through laying down our life for another. That's what Christ did on the cross, and that is the, the, the image for our whole life. So I just want to ask you that simple question then. Is your heart at peace. Take an honest assessment on the inside of yourself. Are you at peace? You see, peace is so much more than an emotion. That's part of it. But even deeper, peace is this stability of being rooted deeply in Christ, knowing of his providence and trusting in his will, even whenever it's dark and uncertain even whenever you face rejection and shame, even whenever you face difficulties and sufferings and adversity, there is peace when Christ reigns in your heart. And if you are able to live in that peace of knowing that you are loved by God and that he is always with you, that type of peace leads to mercy, leads to serving your neighbor, especially the outcast especially the neighbor that needs your love the most. Mother Teresa would often talk about the greatest poverty in the world is loneliness. And don't we all know what that feels like? We all know what it's like to be betrayed. We all know what it's like to be rejected. We all know what it's like to feel like no one cares, to feel alone in this world. But we also know what it is like to be brought back to love. Whenever someone extends that heart of mercy, that that glance of affection, that, that word of encouragement, we know what that feels like and that picks us back up because that is the gospel. 
And that's what Christ is inviting us to in the summary of all of the gospel. That if we want peace in our world and our nation, if we want peace in our lives and our family and at work and in school, it starts in our hearts. It starts with receiving the love of the Father and sharing it with others. Be not afraid to be that peace in the world. Mother Teresa would say that peace begins with a smile. Smile five times a day to the person that you don't even want to smile to, but do it with authenticity. Mean it because you know that they're still a child of God. Peace begins in your heart. And imagine if we all allow Christ to reign in our hearts as king, imagine how much different the world would be. So today as we finish with this Mass, as we continue with this Mass, I want to invite you to pray about where in your life do you see discord? Where in your life do you see division? Where in your life do you see hatred? And why don't we pray for peace? Because this whole world needs it. And it does start with us as Christ reigns in our hearts. There is peace when Christ is king. And Christ reigns with charity. Amen.